Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of the most beautiful podcast in town. I'm Jack. With me today, as always. Whoa, 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 whoa! Just step stepping in on my uh, stepping in on my turf there, Jackie boy. I will step all over your lines. I will step on you, Andrew. Now, all right. Well, now they know who I am. But like, maybe this was someone's first episode, and I was going to introduce myself. But now you know that I'm Andy. God help them. Even though Jack rudely interrupted me, but, you know. You've always been Andy. You will be Andy. <sighs> That's a shame. But, uh, <laughs> regardless, here we are tonight on this grand 15th episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. And, uh, we don't have a super whole lot going on this week, so we're going to be able to chug right through a whole bunch of battle tendency tonight and then talk about our especially uh hilarious episode of diamond is unbreakable diamond is unbreakable later on isn't that right jack that is correct and diamond is also unbraidable like i don't know if you've ever tried to braid <laughs> diamonds it's impossible yeah it's it literally can't happen i don't care what kind of crazy machines you got it's just it's just not gonna happen that's just a fact yeah yeah doesn't stop science from trying but we'll get there one day anyway as andrew so eloquently put it we're gonna chug a chug a choo-choo through these battle tendency episodes we had a i we enjoyed this episode this week some people didn't like it as much but this is one of the most ridiculous fights and a good indicator of the tone change that's going to be happening for the bulk of the rest of this third of diamond is unbraidable yeah, it, it, it definitely is, like, a weird, like, we're jumping back to kind of how it was in the beginning, but it also has a very, uh, it has, like, a weird undertone going through the whole thing. So, like, we're going to, like we said last week, even though it's kind of more back to stand of the week uh, silliness, we're still going to have, like, Kira hiding on hiding on in the background the whole time. And yeah. we're definitely, uh, we're definitely going to see some of him but on top of all, like, the especially weird stuff that we're going to see that kind of even eclipses what happened in the beginning of Part 4. It's going to be great, especially next week. Oh, boy. But we'll get to that. So we're picking yeah, up here. We're living in the present. Yeah, we're but we're living in the present, but we're going back to the past by picking up with uh, Chapter 82 of Battle Tendency. And where we left off last week, uh, ACDC's brain has uh, taken over Suzy Q's body, and it's very gross, and it's it's really weird. And now we're going to deal with that. Right, Jack? (laughs) We're going to deal with something. And before we start, uh, (laughs) um, doesn't Suzy Q's dress kind of look like a pizza? (laughs) Yes. Yes, very, very much so. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was... I was holding on to that for a little bit ever since I was doing the, the chapter notes. I was just like, wait a second, this is just a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> um, so ACDC is a brain, and he's taken over Suzy Q's body for the use of his many tentacles. Um, and and, and this, this, this chapter, cover page, this cover page, it, it looks like everybody's <laughs> in like, a, like especially Lisa Lisa and Suzy Q, it looks like some kind of renaissance painting with uh yeah. with the, with Joey and Caesar like superimposed on top of it. <laughs> Where's the golden ratio just like somewhere? It doesn't even, yeah. even need to be on anything. <laughs> it's just like off to the side. <laughs> and we get a lot of uh expo- like gratuitous uh panels of Lisa, Lisa Lisa's Lisa. exposed shoulders. 
Yeah, she just exposed. <laughs> Jojo, what are you doing? That's our master. Cool your jets, bird brain. <laughs> this is not her. Between... Oh, man. <laughs> these boys. These these boys. Um, oh, they're so good. Yeah, ACDC is just being an asshole in Suzy Q's body. Just trying to get Joey and Cheezer to, like, beat on her. Cause Joey and Cheezer. <laughs> Joey and Cheezer <laughs> coming this fall to Fox. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's basically just, like, playing with their emotions. Like, he's controlling Suzy Q. And, like, sometimes he's going to kick them in the face. Sometimes he's just going to start crying. Because that's uh, two yeah. things that he does very well. And... Caesar eats shit here. Oh, yeah. ACDC and Suzy Q, uh, ACQ, uh, just, like, drop kicks him in the face. It's, it's a very good hit. And by this point, remember, uh, ACDC has already sent the stone um, in the mail. Uh, we'll deal with that next chapter. And in chapter that I forgot that exists and is very good. Um, <laughs> but after Caesar is drop kicked, uh, ACDC exposes more of himself uh, in Suzy Q's body, meaning it's very gross. <laughs> yeah, it keeps getting more and more gross. Like there's this great panel of a close up of her slash his face, and there's just weird veins all over it. And Annie yeah. don't like that. <laughs> yeah, and not even like normal veins, like tendrils. It's more like. Just Giger hieroglyphs spiraling out of her skin. It's like some Junji Ito shit in here. But his whole, like, ACDC's whole thing is to make them kill Suzy Q, to kill ACDC. Because um, he's not letting them leave. Like, he kind of sent out some uh, tendrils that he suspended from the doorway and just like, you, it'd be so easy to kill me. Just kill me. Just end my life. Just do it. And Joey just starts to act tough, like, "Oh, you think I don't? You think I'm not? I, I'm too afraid to beat this girl to death? Like, hi, huh, ACDC, you're crazy." So he goes, "You think to, I won't hit a girl?" So he goes to do it, and in, yeah. in a great, in a great little moment, Joey, oh, Joey's about to punch her in the face with a nice big blast of hum on, and yeah. he, he can't do it. <laughs> yeah, with a fist the size of like a water cooler, just, <laughs> and he just whiffs it because like. He can't hit a girl in the face. And ACQ is just like, ah, I knew it, you fucker. And starts clawing Suzy Q's face. Um, yeah, he's uh, just like ruining her body. And it's like really gross. And I don't really understand how she ever recovers from this. Because, like, she would be scarred from head... She'd be scarred from head to toe. But, yeah, it's I guess Lisa Lisa's really good with the ripple so she can fix it. But even, even still, it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, and we have a couple panels where we cut to a male person um, delivering the mail. And I guess that's where the package is right now, containing the Redstone of Asia. Uh, yeah. So Susie Q's body starts to break down because ACDC is going to explode her um, and shoot out magma-like bullets of blood. Um, so, yeah. Yep. 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 And moving on to the next page, we see uh, Joey and Caesar doing a bit of like a like a fusion ha over here with with their ripple. Oh. Yeah, I I thought more of that one episode of uh, Eva where Shinji and Asuka had to like 
get synchronized and do this. We're right, saying yeah. Susie Q is Ramiel in this situation, and they got to get synced up to hit her at the same time with two different, uh, like, polarity ripples. At, um, like they did Basically, the, using uh, the ripple to, like, reverse magnetize her body and get uh, and force ACDC out of it. Yeah, and it's very successful. Some yeah. might say too successful. Because, <laughs> boy, Cause... he sure just does come uh, ripping on out of there. What's that? Oh, what's that sound effect? Uh, oh, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the brain screaming. I, I don't know if you saw in the uh, the Reddit post I made. I called the, the segment we did joey joe star versus the brain that wouldn't die and i was proud of that <laughs> um, and, and we also get this a uh, great uh panel <laughs> trying to explain how it works <laughs> desperately uh, trying yeah. to explain how it works <laughs> yeah it's just like iraqi <laughs> iraqi just wanted to draw some stuff here let's be honest oh yeah i mean he just wanted to draw this weird blue naked naked body and then just like yeah. like oh he okay did. Is he did that, and then he's like, oh, so it's like it's positive, and then it's negative, and they reverse each other, and ah, oh, yeah, science, yeah. Woo! Love science. Love that science. Here's this brain man coming out. And ACDC comes out, and everyone's like, kill it, kill it. And Joseph's like, no. He, he was a warrior, and he fought to the last breath. He sacrificed his dignity to help his friends and the sun's out and the sun is the only weakness of the pillar man at this point so acdc just dissolves and yep. that's it but one down two to go yeah one down two to go six days left on the second poison ring that's uh, i think on jojo's heart yeah yeah oh yeah. it's around his like on... uh trachea no that that was the acdc one. Oh, that was the like... acdc ring oh, all right so the yeah, second heart's yeah. around his aorta then the second ring, yeah, rather. Yeah, so he's got six days to get the, the other antidote, which brings us to <laughs> reading this chapter was like reading it for the first time, because hand to God, I do not remember this chapter or the one that comes after it. Like, I only remember where it picks up in the house in Switzerland. Uh, this well, yeah, I swear to God, like, this didn't this did not happen in, in the anime. I, I, I could have. swear on my life that they just skipped over this part but it's like it's important and it's very funny also this cover is superb oh yeah just a couple of boys just <laughs> just doing it <laughs> yeah and something i realized in this chapter uh joseph is wearing his old joseph clothes here like if you just notice like he's wearing he's it's oh yeah hat. he totally is the, the hat the shirt yeah the jacket yeah, it's really funny He's like, I love, I love these clothes so much. I'll wear them for the next sixty years. Yeah, he's just he developing did. his uh, wardrobe at a young age, you know, just uh, yeah, getting it ready. But chapter eighty-three, uh, chasing the redstones of Switzerland, uh, <laughs> Joey and Caesar go to the local mail post office, and <laughs> this post, this postman, how much of a shit does he give about their problems? Oh, not even, not even a little bit. It's amazing. Like, the entire fate of the world is uh, down to, like, this old man. And he's just like, are you, are you fuckers daft? 
It's against the law to give me the mail back to you. What are you what are you doing here? I think it's very funny that that this uh this like British old British man is working in this uh post office in Venice. Yeah, I yeah, I didn't notice that, but yeah. But he's like, Are you are you lot doffed? Like Are you lot Yeah, it's like he's definitely supposed to be a British guy working in this Italian post office, and that's very amusing to me. Yeah, I I gotta go back to see if this was actually animated, because, like, you don't remember, right? Not like, a, not even a little bit. Okay. Uh, so I t- only vaguely remember this because it wasn't that long ago that I read the manga for the first time, so I kind of remember it, but uh, I enough. definitely don't remember it in the anime. Yeah. Uh, so, Joseph goes to, like, hit the guy... It's like you didn't call me an idiot just now, did you? Whoa, whoa! You're you're go you gonna hit me? You gonna hit me, bro? And just like, nah, I'm just saluting you. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Cause ugh, this this sequence is just so out of place. Yeah, it doesn't. And it kind of it just gets really out of hand. <laughs> yeah, because Joseph keeps threatening this old man. And he's like, call the police, call the police. And, and then, like, Messi is just like, oh, I know where the package is. Yeah, I got it. I know it. Before that, you think this uh, male scale that Joseph kicked is, like, in low Earth orbit? Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. that's where it's going. <laughs> Those, like, action lines in the background, I, it makes it seem like it's about to fly into space. Oh yeah, and because Joey and uh, Joey and Caesar like jumped up on the mail counter and look like they're kind of doing the can can a little bit, and Joey just like kicks this mail scale, and <laughs> literally like ten feet into the air. But okay, yeah, so messy... I a hundred percent know this wasn't in the anime because the very next page shows like them in the car waving goodbye to Susie Q, and it the anime jumps from acdc's brain being burned away straight to them being in the car driving away really and i i this is i'm i'm remembering this way too specifically to be wrong here because i i can i can picture the episode in my head this is the end of the episode after acdc finally dies we get the to be continued as they're driving away bizarre yeah yeah i i i i'm like 99.9 percent sure that's how it went down yeah, like, hmm, because this is the get in the car, bitches were posing or something like that, right? Yeah, like, that's yeah, that's where that came from. So like, yeah, this is that was not animated at all. Wow, I didn't think that there was anything that wasn't animated in part two, but I guess, I guess you learn something new every day, huh? Yeah, but I guess it's it's really not that important. So I guess if they had a cut corner somewhere, they can cut this weird post office scene out. <laughs> But man, the post office scene is the basis for which all of these characters rest. You don't right. understand. <laughs> but anyway, everyone gets in the car. Um, <laughs> the line "Lisa, Lisa's here too" is very funny to me. Like, cause oh she's, yeah, she's just been sitting in this car waiting for these fools. Like, like oh man, I, I wish smartphones were invented so I could like do something. But I'm just sitting here. <laughs> she these. These panels where the car is driving away and where Joey's far away, it actually looks like it's it's old Joseph. 
in these panels. Oh, yeah. Did you notice that his hat disappears for a frame? Like, in the in the big frame where they're all together, he has no hat. Oh, yeah, his hat's gone. <laughs> it's it's his magic hat. It just... It, it decides when it wants to be seen. Um, so they drive away, and then they drive around back behind Suzy Q, who is waving goodbye. And Joey has... <clears throat> Joey has a nice moment, just like shooting the shit with Suzy Q. Like, you better, you better promise to come back. It's like I will. And it just, it's cute. Just yeah. Like, not really. Uh, plot it's just a little bit of dialogue, so that when that when uh, they end up getting together, it doesn't seem that abrupt, even though it still kind of yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice like kind of a natural thing they've known each other for like a while joseph was on that island for like a month yeah and then we cut to uh san morris san 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 morris yeah san morris (laughs) yeah we get we see uh see our boy's cars here looking like he jumped right out of ogre street yeah we see this sad dog also like this very poorly drawn sad dog that kind of looks like a man and cars it's got muscles like a man <laughs> it walks like a man would <laughs> and cars is here the ogre street ver uh he sees the he sees he walks past this dog and let's talk about these drunk driving fools here because it's a special they, kind of classy like and they also it, don't really look very period accurate to me <laughs> no they kind of look like they just jumped out of like an 80s buddy cop flick it, yeah, or some strange. some kind of like, like or like a greaser, like something out of Happy Days or something. Like definitely not uh, late thirties. Oh, definitely not. And I like how the because the car has a roof, and then like it doesn't have a roof when we're looking at them. <laughs> yeah, but the one of like these people are drunk driving, and one of them is pouring wine into a wine glass <laughs> and drinking it. And that's very funny to me. Just the level of class, it's you don't see that anymore. It's a dedicated. Yeah, no, that's it. That, nobody drunk drives like that anymore. People drunk driving no. now, it's like they're crushing a forty in in the driver's seat. Like, yeah, they, they don't even have Franzia up there. Like, come on, get the bladder. <laughs> just like we <laughs> hook it up to the top and just slurp it down. Real quick, we we hear what a beautiful podcast do not in any way condone drinking while driving. <laughs> and we, we especially do not condone um, pouring a, a fancy Cabernet into a fluted uh, wine glass and sipping at it while you leisurely drive down the street about to hit a dog while an alien man watches. <laughs> and then we get uh, a very, very way too unnecessarily graphic uh, depiction of his uh bone saws coming out of his arms bone saw (laughs) yeah that's cars's power well for right now uh he makes these weird bone blades out of his arms and other places so he he doesn't want this dog to get hit for whatever reason i guess it's supposed to endear him to us because he sure doesn't do that later on no Um, and he takes out a bone blade kind of just like does a does a little swishy swash motion with it and then it cuts back to these dude like these uh 19th century dude bros it's just like hey man what's up with your arms quit playing around and drive he doesn't realize and his hands got cut off 
not only did the, like his hands from the wrist up get cut off, they're still holding the steering wheel, and the oh my god, it's just like what, what the hell, what's the matter with the wheel? And then they spin out of control and crash while the dog looks on. I really um, like the uh, the page. It's supposed to be like showing cars after he cut through the car. It's a very strong look for him. Oh yeah, like where's the SAS of this cars? Like, right, the regular car, like the cars SAS is like it's like pretty cool, but fine. like definitely not it's my fine. favorite look for cars, especially because it does like the half naked version, but it doesn't come with like the the wing arms, so you can't even go all the way yeah. with it. Yeah, doesn't come with the wing arms. Doesn't come with the squirrel. Does not come with any kind of piranhas. It's like no, it comes. It's it's kind of uh, bare bones. Well, you know, it at least comes with a stone mask and stuff. But you know what? This is Medicos. Yeah. I'll, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, you'll take their leavings. <laughs> um, but Cars just did get, did a good deed, and he's mad because ACDC was supposed to give was supposed to ring him somehow at eight o'clock. I guess they figured out how phones work. <laughs> I, yeah, I I want to be in on that meeting between Cars, Wham, and ACDC. Is like, all right, we're the most advanced beings on this planet. What does a phone do? <laughs> like. <laughs> Imagine if if you like gave one of them an iPhone, like what? They would be would very confused. Out? Not good. Oh, man. No, it. I I want. Where's where's that like fan art? Um, and then we get this the same cover page again, which like I'm happy to see this like buddy cop cover page. Oh yeah, it's a really season. strong look. But then we cut to a very good chapter, <laughs> chapter eighty four. The mysterious Nazi officer. And who could that be? Oh man, I don't know. I don't I don't know, Andy. Who could it be? How many how many Nazis have we met that are sympathetic characters in this in this surprisingly <laughs> Nazi uh Nazi light string of chapters? But uh everyone's driving. I guess Caesar's driving. He might be the best at driving. Uh, Jojo probably doesn't even have a license. <laughs> no. I mean, was anybody really checking back then? Uh, you could, yeah, you could get away with, like, a smile and a friendly hand clasp. Be like, yes, officer, I know how to drive this motor wagon. <laughs> <laughs> you step on the the pedal, and then the car goes, and then you turn the wheel. Yeah, you turn the wheel, and it's, it's fine. It's like a boat, right? <laughs> it's like driving a boat. <laughs> But they were, I guess they were driving from Venice to Switzerland? Can you do that? Yeah, uh, I mean, probably, it's probably possible, but it's probably not fun. Yeah, especially in this, like, whatever this Rolls Royce ass thing is, like, no heat. Well, actually, you know, Venice is, like, close to the top of Italy, so maybe it's not that ridiculous. Yeah, I have no idea where Venice is. Like, is it, (laughs) it's... It's not in the, it's it's not in the boot, right? Like it's not all the way down there. No, no, definitely not. Okay. All right. So yeah, they're in this nice church town. They've caught up to the train, the postal train with the package on it, and Joseph's like, "Huh? What?" Because he's been sleeping this entire time, and who can blame him? Like, if I was in a car with Messi, Lisa, Lisa, and Caesar, like, that's not going to be illuminating conversation. That's no. You know, there's only so yep. many I Spy games you can play. 
But then we get this really great uh, two oh, panels where it's just it's just a messy Lisa Lisa and Caesar just like the the Nazis. <laughs> the, oh, the the what are, what's Germany doing at the border between Switzerland and Italy? And we see shrouded in shadow, uh, this high-ranking Nazi officer just laughing and talking to Joseph like. He knows him or something. It's like, you made some good progress, Joey. Good work. I like I like your muscles. You put some good <laughs> muscles on your muscles. And Joey is understandably confused because it's like, what Nazis am I friends with? Mark died? That was the only one. I, I knew him for like 10 minutes. But the Nazis are the ones who stopped the train and found the Redstone of Asia because... Boy, oh boy, does Hitler like the occult. And Oh, yeah. The Red Soda Asia is something that Hitler would be, like, like actually, like, freaking out about. Like, it's his favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't remember this either, but that pickpocket back in, like, St. Mark's was, like, a Nazi undercover guy. And I had no idea. <laughs> like, do you remember that? <laughs> no. Because... Ah, but he was. The man who got mustarded by Joey Joestar was a Nazi in disguise. And that's how the Germans found out about the Red Stone. And then we get a nice uh, one-page history lesson about the times and what Germany was doing. Um, And that's not really important. What is important is that Iraqi drew possibly the greatest uh, (laughs) Hitler faces yeah, like the, the greatest world. depiction of, of Adolf Hitler in the history of uh, all art. Yeah, I hope this is the <laughs> thumbnail, but I, <laughs> if it's not, it's basically like Hitler leaning back, like he's taking a breath, and then leaning forward, just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really something special. Yep, but... Nice yeah, we're getting one of Iraqi's uh, favorite history lessons on this page. Yeah, he he probably just read a lot of books about World War II and was like, I gotta, I gotta write about this. The yeah, I mean, if know. you if you know the basics of what happened in World War II, you, you're not really gonna learn anything new from these from these uh, little descriptions. No, no, no. Um, but we cut away from the not from the mystery Nazi and Team Joge. And we see cars skulking around outside, like, this chateau where we see, like, everyone's cars. Damn it. Everyone's automobiles. (laughs) So we can see everybody's cars. Everyone's cars. The entire world is cars. Um, So everyone's in the chateau. Cars starts uh, feeling up this house. It's like, oh, there's five men on this wall. And their heights are so and so and so. It's like... And then he pulls out a bone blade. Like this, this two page, this two pager is very cool. Cause well, it's yeah, just... it's like he, he, Iraqi finally like settled on how he wants to draw this guy because the big panel on the top with him like holding the bone blade out like looks amazing. Oh yeah, it's probably the best, um, like anatomy he's done up to this point. Yeah, like, that, like, is a really good drawing of cars. And, like, honestly, a lot of the drawings in these couple chapters have been excellent for, especially for cars. Yeah, except for one at the end, which we'll talk about. Oh, <laughs> um, well, yeah, we'll get there. 
Yeah, but he flips around his bone blade and makes a single slice all the way through this uh, the back wall of the house, then retracts it with a nice snick, and uh, climbs in through a window. And boy, oh boy, there's some headless Nazis in here. Yeah, everybody's um, decapitated, except for the one dude that got, well, a couple of them got uh, their torsos severed. Yeah, there's one dude that's still trying to crawl across the uh, the ground. There's one hand that's like, moving on its own just like and this head went flying into this other guy's face and like oh man it's, oh my god it's bad it's growth it's humorously grotesque because it looks like yeah. one head is wearing the other head as a hat <laughs> yeah it's not good but the same mystery nazi officer we saw before is unharmed and sitting in a chair and cars is cars is like exclamation of hmm <laughs> like this questioning hmm. yeah <laughs> how are you alive um, it's impossible i should have sensed your body temperature how where's your body temperature <laughs> and just as cars is about to slice into the mystery nazi man uh joey bursts in it's like hey nazi kiddos i'm starving how much longer are we gonna have to wait <laughs> but instead of getting sliced in half the mystery Nazi man stops the bone blade with his bare hand, which is not a bare hand, but in fact a metal hand, and it's Strohein, and he's a robot. Yep, he's back. <laughs> Everybody's favorite Nazi man. I love him. I love our Robo Guile boy. He's oh, he's the best character. <laughs> but it, he looks like okay. So he's got the metal hand, metal arm. And, like, half of his face has been replaced with, like, this Organo Giger metal. Like, Rocky just drew everything like Giger, which is fine. Who cares? Like, the man the man knows what he likes. Um, and then we cut, we open with a new chapter, chapter 85, Cars, Light Mode. And this weird, like, horizontally reading page, like... I don't, I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, it's very that. strange. Yeah, but Joey comes in and just yells, Double shock! This is more extraordinary than meeting a ghost! Which, I, you know, what What do you think? Is someone you thought to be dead but coming back as a half-robot like more extraordinary than just like seeing a ghost? What do you think? I think... I think finding someone that's dead and in and out back as a cyborg man is way more exciting than seeing a ghost like seeing a ghost it would be like oh shit all right you're a ghost but this guy is now a robot man it's like holy shit that's awesome yeah because like a ghost it's not gonna do anything it's just like it's just there like yeah oh you died but you're still here but my robo friend here kind of died but now he's a cool robot so okay yeah yeah that works uh so we just get some like exposition like i thought you died in mexico it's like no nazi science brought me back from hell just a cool line like you, your friends think you were dead you show up you're half robot and you just say i came back from hell it's it's a good one <laughs> But Carr's witness to all of this is just... He's not very phased by it. 
No, and when and he's just looking at Joey and his glare and his anger at him was palpable. Like, yeah, Joey he's very mad. One... He's not happy about what happened to ACDC. No, Joey basically killed one of his kids, and that's <laughs> when you think of it like that, it's kind of worse. <laughs> like, like my son is dead because of you. <laughs> Why did you do that to ACDC? He was my son. He was my friend. I loved him. And he's just straight up ignoring Stroheim. Um, and Stroheim's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Your ultimate opponent shall be me, Stroheim. And Cars, Cars is having none of it. A simple machine shall not be my opponent. And <laughs> after he says it, Stroheim like, rotates his sh- robot shoulder. I guess both of his shoulders are robot shoulders. I didn't notice that. Um, like, completely around his body and just grabs a chunk of cars and pulls it off. <laughs> yeah, just, like, rips, rips a little nug out, you know? Like, yeah, he's he's going to he's gonna savor that nug later. <laughs> just put it in his pocket. <laughs> oh, man. What does he do with that chunk? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a great mystery. Classic plot hole number twelve. What does Stroheim yeah. do with the nug of Cars's hand? Yeah, it's a question for the ages. Um, and we get a quick. We get statistic. two pages of Stroheim. Uh, two pages of Stroheim bragging about his his robot body. Yeah, his delightful. <laughs> I love his jod purse. Like yeah, I don't, I don't like these pants. Why do these pants do this? I don't, I don't know. Just, yeah. But we now know that his grip strength is 1,950 1, kilograms per centimeter. Oh, that's... I think that's supposed to be cubed, but it's only square. Uh, roughly double Santana's. To put that in perspective, um, that's about the weight of a mid-sized sedan. <laughs> Just, like, in <laughs> in the space of, like, an ant. Just, like... Yeah. It's... He's powerful. He's a powerful boy now, and he wants to show off the Nazi science, and he's just bragging about it. He crushes a golf ball because, like, literally because and then we he get, can. And then we get the super iconic uh, Stroheim oh. pose. Because <laughs> we see him threading bullets into himself, and then he turns around and does the pose. If you've seen yep. Stroheim, you know the pose. Just, like, uh, hips out, machine gun, like, from his chest out. Um, arms behind his neck. It's amazing. It's the embodiment of why JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is just just doesn't take itself that seriously. Which no, I bet, I think there's a statue legend of him like this. Oh, there's two. But yeah, because there is one, and then there is the recolor. Um, oh right, yeah, yeah. God, why did I never make an SAS of him? Jesus, that'd have been very good. I would have bought. Yeah. It god is dead um and then he uses this anti-tank machine gun to just riddle cars with holes and it seems to work pretty well like, yeah there's just like pieces of cars body like flying everywhere joey is like distraught he's like what is going on yeah i have what what god Ugh. and he's shot out of the chateau they were on at uh, San Morris. I, I could, like, some people said it was Saint Moritz. 
and I can't believe that's it because I don't know San Morris San 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 Moritz. Um, but then we cut to ACDC. Uh, shit. <laughs> Hang on. We cut to Caesar, <laughs> Messi, and Lisa Lisa. I just had a big brain fart. I forgot where we were. Um, I was like, what? what's all that racket? What's this high caliber machine gun fire? And Caesar kind of looks like he just woke up. Like, yeah. his eyes are kind of just like, huh? What? And suddenly, Cars's arm blade, like, almost ignites, but it starts, like, glowing light, and suddenly the bullets aren't doing so much, because this is his mode, light mode, the mode of the bright saber, which probably <laughs> sounded cooler in his head than it actually does. It probably also sounds cooler in Japanese, like, before it was translated. It definitely is one of those weird things that it's just like... Yeah, this doesn't make any sense yeah. in English. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And then he starts slicing bullets in half, which he shouldn't be able to do with just a blade, with just a bone blade. And he, the cars takes a swipe at Stroheim, and suddenly Stroheim realizes uh, what's going on here, because the blade is no longer just a blade; it's a chainsaw. <laughs> yep, bone saw. <laughs> and apparently these organometallic like claws are, are moving so fast on this bone blade that they're making a sound and that they're generating light and i'm i'm not gonna touch that one <laughs> yeah that uh at least araki uh, did not try to explain this one with pseudoscience <laughs> no he was just like, it's the complex reflection on those claws that were giving Cars' saber its shining intensity. Bullshit. Yeah. But Stroheim's cut in half again. Like, drop the act at this point. He's fine. He's a robot man now. He, he doesn't <laughs> die. He can't die. He wishes he could die. No, he doesn't. He's a good German boy. Um... And then this action sequence leads us into chapter 86, rushing towards the cliff of death. Uh, and Joey, which is a strong a... place to leave off. Yeah, you want to cut? You want to cut it right here or after this chapter? I mean, I, I think this is a strong place to cut off. We we, we got some uh, we got some DIU to go through. Yeah, we got some diamond is unbreakable. Um, <laughs> so next. <laughs> yeah leaving off here um this fight in the anime was super cool and super well done oh like, yeah it was really awesome yeah um but next week we'll have a fight to the death on the cliff of switzerland one of, one of those cliffs that there's probably some cliffs in switzerland yeah there's probably some cliffs but yeah we're gonna get all of uh joey and car's first major encounter with each other and it's some good shit yeah spoilers they hate each other <laughs> yeah they really really don't like each other not even a little bit no but this week on diamond is not crash like we said before it's a bit of a tone change because now um adam hart father oh man i i looked in your jojo agogo character profile book and like i i saw like kira's dad's name 
and I was like, oh, that's his name. And now I've completely went out of my head. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's Yashihiro or something like that. Yeah. It's not Yasuho, because that's part eight. Yeah. Like, Yashiro or Crow Man. He's still Crow Man. Well, yeah, he's still Crow Man. But through through the magic of, uh the mobile supercomputer i have here we're gonna find out and yeah, I would look it, it is up. in fact yoshihiro yoshihiro yeah. kira i was right thank <laughs> uh, you you were correct you get to wear the crown for this episode i will yes ship it i to am you. the crown andy i knew more than jack this time i knew oh, that the crow oh, man's no. name was yoshihiro go me i win <laughs> Oh, so yeah, the crow man has taken to using the arrow sticking out of his photograph to, like, lead him around Mariacho to try to find potential stand users that can uh, stop Team Joge from finding uh, Yoshikage. And which, like, as a dad, as a ghost dad, as a ghost dad, um, he wants to protect his son the best he can, even if he does murder a lot of women well yeah it seems like uh mr kira here uh is broken in a lot of ways different ways than his son but also broken i mean maybe that's like when what happens when your son is a serial killer and you're aware of it maybe that kind of fucks you up maybe but he's he, roll with it yeah he's also <laughs> just like a crazy old man so like whatever and now he's like a spirit that occupies a polaroid so like what the fuck does he have to lose at this point so <laughs> yeah but he this the arrow leads him to a child foraging in a tree so we're off to a strong start and he he starts talking to the arrow it's just like are are you are you sure are really and and just hits the gut hits the kid with an arrow and we cut to do we just then cut to like rohan just fucking around right Oh, yeah, he's just, like, doing whatever he does. Yeah. He's just around. He's just hanging out, like, walking walking around. And then we see this kid again. And <laughs> he, this kid's voice, I hate it, and it was perfect. This, like, oh, God, weirdly, it was so good. Musc- this weirdly muscular monkey child uh, just screaming at... <laughs> At this adult man to play rock paper scissors with him yeah and... I, I heard uh i found out the other day that the voice act the the japanese voice actor that plays rps kid is also the japanese voice of agumon in digimon and it's great <laughs> oh really like agumon, yeah like throughout the entire like yeah he's just this like little like in the japanese version he's just this like has just this whiny high-pitched voice and it's like it's perfect and he is excellent <laughs> as RPS kid, but I, I just have to say how much I enjoy this this cha- this chapter in this episode. Like this is like exactly the kind of this is exactly the kind of thing that gives part four its its personality, and I, I feel really strongly about these these little little one off stuff because it's just so entertaining, and it's like why is this oh, kid obsessed yeah. with art, rock paper scissors? 
it doesn't really make sense. And, and in fact, no. his, stand, his stand doesn't really have all that much to do with rock, paper, scissors in particular. It's just his thing. No. He just wants to do yeah. that John Ken Hoy just on everybody. <laughs> He's just... He probably is a kid that didn't get, like... His parents obviously don't love him, or they wouldn't let him go out in, like, this one-strap overall, like, metal rivet thing. And he probably doesn't go to school. He probably is—he's probably homeless. Yeah, he probably this kid is homeless. That's why he was climbing in a tree trying to find food. So his only pleasure in life is playing rock paper scissors against strangers. <laughs> and when he got hit with the arrow, that singular desire got translated into the one into like most, an obsession. Yeah, into the most one-track stand that probably exists. Because yeah, so the first thing you're gonna notice about Jonkin Boy is the weird hole in his in his face, in his cheek. Yeah. And you're just gonna have to keep looking at that hole because like Yeah, and it's gonna come into play later, but at first he just has this hole in his cheek and it's just there. <laughs> yeah. Like cool. It's there forever. because <laughs> um, that's where the arrow came through. Because remember, if the arrow pierces someone who is uh has the potential to get a stand, they'll get a stand. Uh, if they don't have the potential, they'll die. <laughs> yeah, just R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, I I guess. And did we find out at this point that the the arrow was like made of an alien meteorite, or is that did we find that? No, out we didn't. We didn't five find five? that out yet. Okay, I, I, I think that might have been a part five thing, but like, yeah, I, I you know, so. I I can't remember. <laughs> I think so. Um, so now. This, uh, this little 6th grade homeless boy is starts chasing around Rohan, trying to get him desperately to play rock, paper, scissors. And Rohan, being an asshole, just blows him off, like, <laughs> a couple different times. Um, so the first time then, he blows him off, and he just goes on about his day. And then he yeah. goes to sit down at this cafe, and, like... Oh, this is so good. He's really stoked about getting this table, and uh, Josuke and old Joseph, I think, are sitting at this other table. They're like, yeah. oh, what up? With what? The, with the uh, Actong baby. Yeah, they're there with the invisible baby. They're like, oh, what up, Rohan? And he's just like, they're like, why don't you come eat with us? And he's like, no. <laughs> I, I need to do this by myself. And it just case like, oh, wow, Rohan's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. I don't actually like Josuke and Joseph. I, I hate them. Not not really, but he he's just an antisocial prick. Yeah, um, and then he turns so, around so and goes to his table, and then and then Jonkin Boy shows up there. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "What the fuck, kid? That was my seat." And he, the kid, is drinking some juice, and it all comes out in the hole in his mouth. And oh, god. Oh. Yeah, it's um, weird and gross. <laughs> it's it's super weird and gross. And RPS kid is like, "I'll I'll play for this table. I'll." let's play let's play rock paper scissors let's play jonkin come on let's go and rohan's like all right fine and he does it and he wins and the kid is heartbroken and rohan tells him to go fuck off and just sit in his table <laughs> like leaning back shit eating grin on his face and josuke and joseph in the back are just like man rohan's kind of an asshole yeah 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 and like uh, and it, everybody's just like, wow, Rohan, you're so immature. Just let him have the seat. He's just a kid. 
he was just a kid. Like, no. I'm Rohan Kashibi, and I'm the only important person in this uh, arc. Come on. Come on now. Um, <laughs> so he sits at his cafe. He has a drink. And then he goes, goes around. Uh, he's in the library. He finds a very nice book on plants that he didn't know existed. And he wants to buy it for research for his manga work. And he, he turns around. He puts the book down, turns around. He's like, how much is this? And the RPS kid just yanks the book and just starts flipping through it and goes to buy it. And Rohan is just so mad at this point. So mad at this sixth grade, like, ten-year-old. He's got to be, like, a ten-year-old. Um, yeah. And the kid's like, you want, you want this book? Let's play rock, paper, scissors for it. And <laughs> Andy, you want to you wanna talk about what happens next? I know you like this a lot. Oh my god. <laughs> and then, so Rohan finally gives in, and it's just like, alright, let's fucking go. <laughs> and, and so then he's like, they go to play, and then Rohan just wins. And, and the kid is so mad. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought, wasn't this where, like, the punch happens? Right? Oh, is this where the punch happens? Oh, yeah, man. This is where, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought the punch happened after, like, in the next time they play each other. No, because Rohan already won twice. Once in the street and once at the cafe. And here, um, they go to do the Jankan, and then... Oh, uh, yeah, my of chain of events is out of order. So this is where Rohan punches the sixth grader. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ro- yes, let's cut to the chase. Rohan punches the Yeah, this is where Rohan face. punches the sixth grader. And it's excellent. And he just decks him right in the face. And it's so good. It's so good. Just clobbers him. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, the kid goes flying. But then he gets up and he starts laughing because Rohan's fist counts his rock. And the kid had paper. And suddenly, uh, Heaven's Door is sucked out of Rohan. Uh, because, spoiler, this kid has a stand. Uh, even though Rohan used Heaven's Door on him before, like, when he was, like, fucking with him before. And was, like, didn't read anything about a stand. They j- he, only that he liked to play rock, paper, scissors. And the stand takes a piece of Heaven's Door, just, like, rips off one of its arms and eats it. <laughs> <laughs> and the stand, there's really nothing to it. It kind of looks like uh, the discount Halloween costume version of Silver Chariot. Like, yeah, it looks like some, you'd see it like, like a bad cosplay. <laughs> bad JoJo Stan cosplay gives me life. Um, <laughs> but so, it's yeah, very so, important. It's very important to note that this stand is called Boy Boy to Man, boy which is to uh, Man or obviously, Boy Man Man. Well, yeah, the localization is Boy Man Man, which is amazing, and just it's another a, long. Uh, Another thing on the long list of localized stand names that I just completely just adore. Oh, it's perfect. Um, so now Rohan realizes that he's in a pickle. And that, that Boy Man Man's rule is that RPS Kid has to win uh, three out of five John Ken matches to like absorb all of Rohan's stand. Because at this point, he's taken one of his arm, one of uh, Heaven's Door's arms, and Rohan cannot use that arm anymore. So, he's kind of in a pickle. So, they go outside, 
and they have their fourth match. And <laughs> see, in the manga, it's the way it's stylized, like, yeah, they leap into the air and they like have rock, paper, scissors matches up there. It's cool. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> in the anime <laughs> It's kind of they they take it a little more literally in the anime, so they're literally flying through the sky and playing rock paper scissors in the most amazing way possible. Oh yeah, oh we didn't talk about this kid's rad baseline. Like whenever he was on screen, you'd have this like super chilled out baseline for some yeah. reason. I don't know why. Um, so they leap into the air with stando power and have another rock paper scissors match they're all yelling um rohan loses again so now it's two to two and he loses uh all of heaven's doors like legs so he's just yeah rohan's starting to choke real hard yeah he's man you start to feel bad for him at this point even though he's like a huge asshole um So he's kind of just, like, crawling towards RPS Kid. Just like, all right, all right, kid. Let's do it. We're even now. One, two for you, two for me. And somehow he's still able to leap up into the air with stand power. Whatever. Somehow. Is this uh, the part where not... they start, like, trying to use, like, math to do, like, it's just, like, just trying to figure out what their next move is going to be? <laughs> it's great. Yeah, they just start... Uh, like trying to psych each other out like i know you'll pick rock the obvious choice is scissors but i might do paper who's right that sort of thing. we're basically in full-on Yu-Gi-Oh mode right now except for rock oh, paper God. scissors <laughs> yeah who's gonna get sent to the shadow realm maybe it's rohan are they gonna play um, connect four next oh <sighs> what about go fish Oh man, there's a, there's a gambling manga I read where they put where uh, someone pulls out a deck of Uno cards, and they they were going to play Uno but they end up not. It was just very, like, can you imagine a gambling thing with Uno? Just like, imagine Uno's... this instead of rock paper scissors, but with Uno. <laughs> he plays the draw four, and the kid just freaks out. Like he plays the the draw four and the menacing sound effect comes up yeah <laughs> i play wild draw four <laughs> oh man uno is a great card game no it's not yes it is no it's not it's stupid <laughs> it's it's so fun when everybody starts yelling about it though you get mad, Yeah, Jack. when everyone starts hating everyone, it's like, why do you have four draw fours, and why did you use them all on me? Go fuck yourself. Because God is dead, Jack. Look, God is dead, but that's no reason to make this game of Uno an uncivil game, alright? <laughs> but anyway, we have, the episode is still going on, so, uh, like, they're, they're just, like, doing it and then they keep going back and forth and then finally they just start tying each other over and over again like they keep doing it and every, they keep getting into ties yeah they, they're just like still yelling just like oh we tied oh we tied again <laughs> why does this keep happening 
Yeah, because anime, and we needed to fill 23 minutes, because this <laughs> this arc doesn't have that much material. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, there's definitely some padding going on, but it's fine. Like It's fine, because it's so fun. This episode yeah, is so fun. It's, it's very silly, and eventually they, like, Rohan's on the ground, they're about to do the final rock, paper, scissors, and Rohan... Uh, throws uh, throws paper and the kid throws scissors so it looks like he should win but what's that his fingers his start fingers to curl, curl up his fingers curl into rock and rohan wins and rps kid's like what what the what turns out <laughs> invisible baby is just doing it <laughs> rohan... yeah, invisible baby is ruining everything yeah, uh, Rohan wrote in her with uh, Heaven's Door to help him out, help him cheat this sixth grader out of this rock, paper, scissors game. And it worked. Rohan is God such a him. bitch. <laughs> he could not take fi- oh, losing to a sixth grader. It would also mean he would die, but and potato, potato. So all of, all of Heaven's Door comes like flowing back out of this kid's cheek hole. Just like sh- like schlorping in reverse, Rohan's healed. RPS kid is very scared, um, and tries to kill himself. <laughs> oh God, because he, he was trying. Yeah, to this is a- very serious RPS action. Very yeah, serious. He was trying to prove something, I guess. Like because he was yelling about luck because he shattered a window before and stood under the glass and he didn't get hit, so he thought he had super good luck. But now he just wants to kill himself because all his luck is gone. So he jumps in front of a truck. And then uh, Rohan just grabs him. It's like, if my luck is as good as it is, we won't have any trouble. Or some garbage line like that. Rohan's just hamming it up in this at this point. Oh, yeah. And the truck just swerves and crashes. It's fine. No, does it cra- no it doesn't crash. It just swerves out of the way. And everyone's fine. Nothing really of consequence happened. Welcome to Diamond is Unbreakable uh, third. The third. Yeah, this is just like pretty much what what's gonna, it's going to be like for the next couple weeks and like the next few weeks. And like, I'm I'm cool with it. I, I actually really, really enjoy this part of Diamond oh, is Unbreakable because it, it brings the levity back, which is what I liked about it in the first place. And like, don't get me wrong, I really like all the tense parts where they're dealing with Kira and stuff like that, but uh, it's definitely cool to have the more like funny lighter side of it back for a little while oh yeah definitely i can understand people who might uh like this tone change might rub them the wrong way because maybe they got to expecting that like sheer heart attack like that's gonna be what it is for the rest of the anime it's like eh, not quite <laughs> not quite yeah dominant unbreakable is definitely like you know it's definitely tonally all over the place, and that's just kind of like a classic flaw with it. That is definitely tonally all over the place, but it all works for me in the end. Like it all kind of, yeah. it's it's more cohesive, I think, than some people might be giving it credit for. Mainly just because they don't they don't know what happens. So once oh, yeah, all is said and done, gets tied back together. Yeah, I I think uh, I think something like Diamond is Unbreakable uh, watches better when like watched in big chunks rather than week to week but i also felt the same way about 
Stardust Crusaders in a lot of ways that it's just like watching it week to week. Uh, Dino's Unbreakable definitely watches better week to week than Stardust Crusaders did, but uh, they both, I I feel, uh, especially these like lighter sections of part four definitely will be more enjoyed watching like a, a, a chunk really. Oh, absolutely. And like, I don't even want to watch big chunks of Stardust Crusaders again. Like, can someone just give me an hour long super cut? Like, please. Because, God, I don't, I don't want to go through that again, Andrew. I don't want to. Oh, through. come on! You don't want to. You don't want to do Nadul forever, and the oh sun. Oh my God! They were in that <laughs> desert for like a year. <laughs> I'll never back. get. I'll never let anybody live down that the the original six episode OVA that was supposed to cover all the second half of Stardust Crusaders. Two of those episodes were dedicated to the duel. Two out of six. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. The, like Stardust Crusaders, the anime, it's fine. Like we're we're off track here. It doesn't matter. It's the end of the episode. We can talk yeah. about baseball. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Crusaders, the OVA, did, I think, three things. In my mind, it was good because of the Darby episode, which was amazing. And the fact that they didn't do a Terrence Trent Darby, like, in the OVA is criminal. And two, uh, just the ending fight between jotara and dio like it's oh yeah and like we are we already went over this like there there, there's good parts and bad parts but like point being is that at the end of the day going when i think when people look back on on this like weird light arc in diamond is unbreakable it'll be more appreciated than i think it's going to be in the first place because uh i think it's really good but anyway before we just start rambling on forever like we tend to do i think we will cut it off here and yeah uh, thanks so much for listening <laughs> it's been thanks a wild everybody. ride I uh yeah enjoyed you... this nazi filled episode yeah this was kind of it was a it was a weird episode we were kind of all over the place but i still have fun anyways so uh if oh, you're, yeah, li- if you're listening to us on soundcloud thanks for checking us out if you're listening on itunes also thank you for checking us out hit that subscribe button leave that five star rating you know we love it. We know you love it. So just, just throw, throw us a <laughs> throw us a little bone here. And uh, if you're uh, finding this from Jack's posts on the subreddit, I also love you. Thank you so much for coming to check it out and leaving your feedback. It's very appreciated. Helps us keep this a uh, little work in progress of a podcast going every week. Yeah, this is uh, this is a passion project for us, and the fact that anyone is listening to this thing just makes my heart feel good. Yeah, I, 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 I like it. I see those numbers. I see those people uh, commenting and everything, and I, I love them. I love them all. They're, they're, they're great. I'm going to smooch every one of you, and there's nothing <laughs> you can do about up. it. All right, guys. <laughs> so on that note, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. See you all next time.